Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and I appreciate you being with us this week. In this first segment of the show, we've got our Metro Atlanta residential real estate update for the last seven days. What is happening in this crazy real estate market in our Something You Should Know segment about Metro Atlanta? Which Metro Atlanta city was featured in Southern Living 2022 South Beth Small Towns? Easy for me to say. Which Metro Atlanta city was featured in Southern Living's 2022 Best Small Towns of the South? And if you are a landlord, how do you know whether or not you're ready for new tenants? In many cases, homes are not ready for new tenants, and it starts the relationship between the tenant and the landlord off on the wrong foot. And any of you who have owned rental property who have ever had a tenant, you and a tenant get sideways, it just makes it very difficult uh, in order to have a good relationship. My name is Cleve Gaddis. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all that worry typical with life's biggest investments. We don't want you to learn anything at closing or after closing that you should have learned before. And we hope this show will help you do just that. We want to connect with you. We really, really do. I have conversations with listeners all the time. You can. The easiest way to reach me is to go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back. You can share your ideas. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight. We get just hundreds of questions every month about specific neighborhoods in my real estate business and from the radio show. And you can subscribe to our podcast. We'd love for you to be a podcast subscriber. Each segment of the show is available in podcast form on all major podcasting networks so or platforms. So no matter what your favorite is, you'll find our show there. Without further ado, let's jump into the Metro Atlanta residential real estate market update just for the prior seven days. There were 1,650 homes listed in the first multiple listing service in Metro Atlanta in the last seven days. Listing volume is continuing to grow. Our expectation is by the time we get into April and May, you will see listing inventory. Uh, I'm going to use the term explode. I don't mean there's going to be um, you know, 10 times more inventory available for sale then, but it would not surprise me if we don't see inventory uh, increasing or, or inventory coming on the market to the tune of 2,500 homes a week instead of 1,600 homes a week. Remember, when we talk about the number of homes that go under contract and the new listings for the week, we're always looking for the new listings to exceed the number of those that went under contract for the week. Uh, the last month, six weeks, we have not seen that happening, and I'm hoping that it will. And if you're wondering why in the world I would hope that it would, I would hope that it would. It's because I feel for all of the home buyers in Metro Atlanta that really feel shut out of the real estate market today. Uh, they've got lives that are on hold. They want to move on with life. Last week, there were 1,954 homes that went under contract, which means you had 300 more homes go under contract than. We're listed for the week, which means housing inventory fell. Now, those of you who think there are no sellers out there who are motivated to negotiate with you on sales price, there were 556 home sellers last week that raised their hand and said, I am more willing to negotiate with you this week than I was last week because there were 556 price decreases 
The number of closings for the week, 2,293. I'm always amazed that there are, last week there were 2,300 homeowners, families, investors in Metro Atlanta that sold a property to someone else. So what does this mean if you are thinking of selling your home and you are on the fence because you're not sure about what you're going to do? And I didn't laugh because I think that's funny. I laugh because it's so frustrating. You might want to be willing to go ahead and jump in the market anyway. If you'd like to explore what it looks like to put your home on the market and to be in total control of what happens and the timing and when things happen and whether or not there are contingencies, I suggest you reach out to us, gogaddisradio.com. Click on the Contact Us button. Put in a little information. We'll reach out to you. Um, I am not a betting man. Well, I have gambled a little bit in Las Vegas a long time ago, but I'm not really a betting man. And uh, I would be willing to bet that those of you who were afraid to move forward, that if you went to gogaddisradio.com or you called 770-497-0000 and you let me review your situation, I think I could give you some options that would help you understand how you can achieve exactly what you want to achieve, even in a weird market such as today. In our Here's Something You Should Know About Metro Atlanta segment, coming in at number 13 out of 21, featured in Southern Living's 2022's Best Small Towns of the South, is Decatur, Georgia. There's nothing quite like a small town with plenty of sidewalks to meander, smiling faces to say hello to, and local shops to browse. Everyone who visits these spots soon learns exactly what makes them sparkle and what keeps people, people visiting Decatur year after year. These places are reinventing themselves, cities like Decatur they're talking about, all the time while still celebrating what makes them unique. Whether you're looking for a relaxed location for a weekend getaway or an inviting spot to put down roots, maybe you'll buy a home near downtown Decatur. These spots are great places to start. Welcoming Decatur, Georgia has a walkable downtown packed with restaurants that will entice you to extend your visit a while longer. Downtown Decatur may look familiar as it is the setting for HBO's Watchmen and dozens of popular productions dating all the way back to the movie Zombieland and Scream 2. Don't miss the Iberian Pig, The Deer and the Dove, Chai Pani, number 246, which was featured on Guy Fieri's Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, and I really enjoy that show, and I'm not sure why. Revival and the White Bull for Meals to Remember. My grandmother lived in Phillips Presbyterian Towers as I grew up, uh, which is all I remember is I could see Agnes Scott, the Agnes Scott campus from the windows in her uh, condo, in her apartment, if you will. And she, everything was walkable. She'd walk to the grocery store. She'd walk to church. She'd walk to the little downtown square where we would eat at a restaurant quite often called the Square Table. And I will tell you, my memories of Decatur as a child are all very, very fond. Just east of the Atlanta Beltline and six miles from downtown, the city of Decatur is 4.7 square miles packed with more than 200 great reasons to visit. The downtown square ranks number two on 2021 USA Today's 10 Best Reader's Choice Travel Awards for the Best Public Square. It's the perfect starting point for exploring DeKalb County and all of Metro Atlanta. Make it a day to go take a look at Decatur and take a look at this upscale area of Atlanta. I recommend it for sure. Does the thought of a new tenant and getting your rental property ready seem to be exhausting just thinking about it? Would knowing just a few steps before they move in 
that would make your relationship with the tenant better? Would you still be hesitant or would you be more prepared to move forward and get it done to eat, keep the income coming in? I will have been a landlord uh, for, well, back since 1992. So what is that? That is uh, 8 plus 22. That's 30 years. Wow. I've been a landlord off and on since 1992. And I always thought that being a landlord, and this is going to sound terrible when I say this on the radio, and please don't hold this against me, but I thought it made me better than the tenants. And the problem with that is that when I communicate with tenants or when I did initially, they could feel that I thought I was better than they were. And I'm embarrassed to say this, but anything you can do to create a balanced relationship and to have that tenant know that you're very interested in them having a good living experience for themselves and their family, whatever that family looks like, is very, very valuable. And so we had a lot of hard times early on when I was managing my rentals. And finally, I decided, hey, you know what, Cleve, you don't have the personality to manage rentals. I think I could do it today, but you don't have the personality to manage rentals because you just keep making the tenants mad. And once they get mad, if those who know how to use the system will know how to make sure that they get out of paying rent in some cases, they might have to pay you sometime, but they certainly won't pay you when they're supposed to. We've got a listener question. It says, we have owned a rental property for several years. In fact, our tenant has been there for almost 19 years. It's now moving out. It was taken well care of by the tenant, and then we maintained it also throughout the years. But what do we need to do to get it ready for a new tenant? This is Steve in Duluth. And the answer is really simple. You know, you want to make sure that it has a fresh coat of paint. Landlords don't always feel it's necessary to paint, but when you allow a tenant to move into a place that feels new, in my opinion, it increases the chances that they will want to keep it in that condition. You also want to schedule proper maintenance, heating, air conditioning, plumbing, uh, hot water heater, anything that needs to be maintained to keep it in good working order. You really want to keep it in good working order for the tenant. Uh, I would say uh, on the rental properties that I own, I probably spend between uh, $1,000 and $1,500 a year in unexpected maintenance items. And the reality is, is by keeping everything in good shape in that unit uh, or in that house and doing it in a timely manner, you definitely keep the tenant on your side. Change all locks and passwords. Don't let the new tenant be worried about who had access to the property uh, previously. And then take pictures of the entire rental unit. When you rent a place, uh, provide pictures of it that are just as complete as you would if you were selling a home. So long story short, give the tenant a good experience when they move in. We actually encourage the tenant to take notes on things that might be wrong with the unit and let us know, and we send a repairman in two or three weeks or 30 days later, and it really sets the stage. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Birchfield and Capital City Home Loans. John believes it's his mission to guide each home buyer step by step through the entire loan process so they're educated and confident in the mortgage options available and can make the best decisions along the way. In fact, I'm getting a mortgage from John Birchfield right now myself. 678-226-7887 is the number. 678-226-7887. We've got to take a quick break. When we come back, the Surfside Towers in Miami that collapsed. What a tragic event. How has it affected home buying throughout the United States? We've got this subject and more. Stick with us. We'll be back.